0: I'm Elizabeth Slattery, and welcome to SCOTUS 101, where we break down what's happening at the Supreme Court, what the justices are up to, and other things related to our favorite branch of government. This is a special summer session edition of SCOTUS 101, and today I'm joined by Justin Walker, who is a law professor at the University of Louisville, and he was a law clerk to Brett Kavanaugh. Justin, welcome to SCOTUS 101.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Elizabeth.
0: So you clerked for Judge Kavanaugh in the 2010-2011 term. Uh, Tell me about working for him.
1: Well, it was a great thrill to work for Judge Kavanaugh. First of all, in terms of his personality, he's very down to earth. Uh, He's a fun person to talk sports with or talk about current events. Um, I love hearing about how he coaches his girls' basketball team. So every time I've seen him since then, that's always one of the first questions that I ask. (laughs) But then on top of that, he's also a brilliant jurist. And so it was really a great thrill to get to learn every day. From a judge who is so good at his job, who's a judge's judge.
0: Mm-hmm. Judge Kavanaugh's work ethic is legendary. I've heard that he writes dozens upon dozens of drafts of each opinion that he authors. I think uh, a former, a previous guest said 150 drafts for one one particularly uh, important opinion. Where do you think this this drive comes from?
1: Well, I think. Both of Judge Kavanaugh's parents were very hard workers. And so I think he probably uh, learned about that from them. And then I also think, you know, Judge Kavanaugh is someone who loves his job. He loves being a judge. He reveres the Constitution. And so, you know, it's easy to work hard when you really care about what you're doing. And when it comes to getting the law right, Judge Kavanaugh cares an awful lot.
0: Mm-hmm. So past guests have told me about how Judge Kavanaugh takes clerks to Nationals games and he likes to have lunch at a, a dive bar that's near the DC circuit. What were some of the highlights of your clerkship?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, I suppose I'll always remember the the house party that Judge Kavanaugh would have uh every Christmas uh where he would invite he and his wife Ashley and their uh, two daughters would in, would have over the current clerks and then also the former clerks and mm-hmm. it was just a wonderful time to uh, reconnect uh, with people who had been there before to share some war stories and then also to see the judge in a family environment. He's just uh, you know he's an adoring husband and uh, great father to the two girls and so it was it was always a, a lot of fun and he he used to order. Uh, uh, beef from a uh, Perini Perini Ranch beef that it was always delicious, and so uh, he got me hooked on it. I order it sometimes myself now.
0: Where Where is that beef from?
1: I think it's from <laughs> Texas. I'm not sure, but it's it's just fantastic, Elizabeth. You order it, they send it to you, and all you have to do to serve tenderloin is just take it out and let it let it uh, chill.
0: Oh, nice! That sounds really tasty. So, is there something people may not know about Judge Kavanaugh that you think they need to know?
1: Well, you've mentioned one thing that uh, I think. Is his his work ethic, and so it's it's out there, but um, to a degree. I remember being in Justice Kennedy's chambers and hearing Justice Kennedy talk so fondly about Judge Kavanaugh back when Judge Kavanaugh was a clerk, a young lawyer for (laughs) Justice Kennedy, and Justice Kennedy would say, "Brett was always in his chair at his desk. He'd be here in the morning when I came in. He'd be here at night when I left." And I'd say, "Brett." go home. You need to have a life. (laughs) And then I'd come in the morning and he'd be right back there in his chair. So, um, I, you know, I think people should know what a, what a hard worker is but I also think people should know what a, what a down to earth, uh, guy he is. Um, He hasn't let being a judge for 12 years on the second most important court in the country, uh, being vindicated 13 times by the Supreme Court, he hasn't let that go to his head. I Mm -hmm. remember uh, the last time he and I uh, had a morning meeting scheduled, he had to push it back a little bit because he had been so – He'd been up so late the night before watching the Stanley Cup celebration for his (laughs) beloved Washington Capitals. And I remember reading a few weeks ago an article in the Washington Post that actually interviewed his bartender (laughs) in his local neighborhood. And the bartender said, I didn't know that he was a judge. In fact, I didn't even know he was a lawyer. He was always just Brett to me and all we've ever talked about is sports.
0: So you mentioned that you clerked for Justice Kennedy and, and that Judge Kavanaugh had clerked for Kennedy. It sounds like he left some pretty big shoes uh, for future clerks to fill. Um, tell me a little bit about clerking for Kennedy and how, uh, how he's similar to, to Kavanaugh as a boss.
1: I think there are similarities. and The first thing that comes to mind is that both are just fundamentally good civil people. They both take civility very seriously. And as evidence of that, you know, Justice Kennedy has served with 17 judges on his current court, and Judge Kavanaugh has served with 17 judges <laughs> on his current court. And you can imagine they span the ideological spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been, impo- uh, you know, a- a- appointed by Democratic presidents, Republican presidents, but they all consider Justice Kennedy and Judge Kavanaugh to be a respected colleague, and, and I think even more than that, probably to-, to consider them friends. And so that says a lot about, um, you know, how high a priority both men place on civility. And then I think another thing that comes to mind is, you know, both, both men really, really love the law. They take seriously their role um, in, in searching for what the law means without passion or, or prejudice for, you know, one particular party or one particular policy outcome. And uh, so I, I, think, um, I think, you know, there are definitely similarities.
0: So if someone only had time to read one thing written by Judge Kavanaugh, whether it's a speech he's given, a law review article, or one of his many opinions, dissents, concurrences, majority opinions, what would you recommend?
1: I would suggest his dissent in a case called Free Enterprise v. PCAOB, the Government's Public Accounting Board. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, not for the faint of heart. It's pretty long, <laughs> long descent with a lot of history and a lot of law there. Uh, it was later vindicated by the Supreme Court in a 5-4 decision written by Chief Justice Roberts. And uh, the issue there, Elizabeth, is, as, as you know, is that uh, Congress created an agency that was going to be independent of the SEC, mm-hmm. which itself is independent of the president. And Judge Kavanaugh writes, I think, with great passion about how the Constitution's structure, including separation of powers, protects individual liberty. And this Mm -hmm. is another area where I think he has something in common with Justice Kennedy because Justice Kennedy has spoken passionately about how structure means liberty, how the framers thought the Bill of Rights were important, uh, but they believed that the greater protection— of liberty was not some words written on a piece of paper in the First Amendment Mm -hmm. or Second Amendment, but rather the concept of checks and balances and federalism and separation of powers. And so if you read Judge Kavanaugh's opinion about the importance of separation of powers uh, in PCAOB, I think you really see somebody who understands that connection to individual liberty.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Judge Kavanaugh has written a lot of opinions on the D.C. Circuit. If confirmed, do you think he'll write separately very often uh, as, as a justice, as we've seen with Justice Gorsuch and with Justice Thomas? Or do you think he's going to be more of a consensus builder?
1: You know, it's hard to say uh, what the future will be like. I can only tell you that in the past, for 12 years, um, you know, he has not— um, shied away from uh, writing concurrences or writing dissents um, when he thought they were called for. So I, I would guess that compared to some of the judges on his current court that he has written more frequently than some of them have.
0: So one one final fun question. If he's confirmed, do you think he'll take advantage of the the highest court in the land, <laughs> the basketball court? at the spring court.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, I would be shocked if he doesn't. If you go into his chambers now, you'll see in his office a basketball and it's not some fancy basketball with autographs on it. It's a basketball with scuffs and marks. (laughs) It's been used a lot. He played basketball in high school and even played JV basketball in college. Um, He's a big sports fan, uh, not just to watch, but to, to, you know, he's run a couple of marathons. Mm -hmm. Last time he and I ran a, a 10K together, uh, he was oh my goodness I, I'm gonna guess in his 40s uh, and I was uh, maybe not quite 30 and so I thought I might have a chance to keep up with him but no <laughs> no, no way at all he smoked me.
0: Do a lot of clerks uh, go running with him?
1: <laughs> it we run every reunion. There's a, a five every five years we get together all the former clerks and the judge and um, one of the things that happens uh, at each reunion is uh, we. We run what we call the BK 5K, Brett
0: Kavanaugh 5K. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I hope you guys make T-shirts and uh, something like that.
1: Uh, Sadly,
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I got to get my hands on one of those. Well, Justin, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you very much, Elizabeth.
0: Thanks for listening to SCOTUS 101. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please leave us a rating if you enjoy listening. Please also follow us on Twitter at SCOTUS101, and you can email us at SCOTUS101 at heritage.org with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. You've been listening to SCOTUS 101, executive produced by Elizabeth Slattery, sound design by Michael Gooden, Lauren Evans, and Thalia Rampersat. For more information, visit heritage.org.